What's going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? You all are tuned into the drum. I am CJ Paisley, and I am one of the co-hosts for this evening. And next to me, we have... I am Derezni Namoran Z. Derezni, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I'm also the co-host, but we have a, a lot of more wonderful people in the studio. Go ahead, you guys. Introduce yourself. What's going on? Zachary Miguel from the town where it all goes down. Kansas City, Missouri. We're here with the beautiful 15 Hertz, the Marcus Graham Project in Southside Lamar, Dallas, Texas. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Ashley, girl AL. Um, I'm excited to be here. We're going to get into some good conversation about music and advertising, and we're coming to you live from the South Side. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, everyone? This is Alex Tyree Helen from Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, I'm super excited to start the show, so let's do it. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, this is The Drum, and we are 15 Hertz. And y'all tuned in, and this is actually our first episode for this season. And be sure to follow our journey at We Are 15HZ, and you can keep up to all of our posts regarding the drum and other activities that we have. Yeah, so that's We Are 15HZ, and that's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, on all platforms. You can find us 15 Hertz, which is Marcus Graham Project's seventh class. Congratulations for the number seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's seventh class, so uh, and we, we're working on some big things. We're working on some big, big projects this year. Indeed, indeed. So we got a great show for you guys. So we're gonna dive straight into it. We're actually gonna be discussing advertising in music. We usually hear about music and advertising, but this time we're gonna just switch it up a little bit and touch bases on each category. So, Derezni, you know, with music, it's a powerful, powerful tool. Uh, and just like us, it creates feeling as a 15 hertz. And what is, like, one specific song that you can think of that empowers uh, advertisement in music? All right. Well, um, if people who know me, they know that I love hip-hop. I'm a big, big hip-hop fan. And uh, uh, when you talk about advertising and music, there's two sides of the spectrum that we're going to go into in this conversation today. But one of my favorite songs is my Adidas, uh, like I'm the biggest. I am one of the That's biggest. Even right? I am one of the biggest Run DMC uh, fan, and I think it's just really awesome how that song really uh, helped the brand itself during the time. Um, it helped the brand itself uh, grow, and now they're reshaping, they rebrand themselves. They have a new logo, and they're still on the shelves since that song dropped by Run DMC. Anybody else wants to chime in? I mean, as far what are some lyrics that stood out to you as far as uh, throughout that song? Throughout the song? Yeah, throughout the song that actually uh, involves, like, because I think the title is My Adidas. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm trying to figure out, let's see, what are some powerful uh, lyrics that came through that song that that sparked up advertising? I mean, the song, for those who don't know, it talks mm-hmm. about how their Adidas takes them from different places, you know, from, you know, second and fifth. So all these other different locations, it's something that not only do you put on your feet, but it secures your feet. It covers your feet to get you to one point to the other. So the story just shows how their Adidas takes them around the city of New York and their journey throughout life and as an up-and-coming, well, at least then, as an up-and-coming hip-hop group. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, you know, it just showed their story. And it made the shoes more than shoes, but something that is a part of their story. Yeah, I like that. Made the shoes more than shoes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. more than shoes. Comes a part of culture, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's very powerful because I mean I'm looking here on YouTube right now and they have already over I mean it's two over two million two million views or around two million views even though, even though they made this song so long ago yeah. it's still I mean YouTube was not even a factor when it came out and still <laughs> exactly. and still look and still like now they're on YouTube and still. Uh, how many two million? Yeah, almost two million uh, views on uh, this. Is just the one YouTube that uh, we picked up is my idea. This, so yeah, just the music. So what about you? Wait, wait, you asking me all the questions? What, what's that mm-hmm. one song? What, what's that one song that comes to your mind when we talk about the role that how products and advertising mm-hmm. plays into music? Mm-hmm. Well, this is gonna be real easy. I'm gonna let y'all know. Well, I'm, my name is CJ, right? And I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, so that's the 314, okay? And so every time I say St. Louis, Missouri, they already know where I'm coming from. And if they don't know, then I'm going to tell y'all right now. And that's Nelly, okay? That's Nelly, St. Lunatics. And one of my favorite songs that involves product placement, probably they they might not even knew that they were doing it, but Air Force One. All right, so everybody know that give me two per. To what? To her, her, her. her. Listen, listen. Where did I? I'm from the loop, okay? And I'm proud. That's how we're going to do that. So, dirty. Dirty. Yeah, so y'all go, hey, look, give me two per. Y'all know what it is, okay? So, but yeah, Derezny D, this is. Nelly, uh, Air Force Ones, that was actually my first major song, like, actually noticing that because being brought up in that culture in St. Louis, uh, everybody in grade school was walking around in Air Force Ones. We had two per, you know what I'm saying? We had a, like, it was was dope, you know what I'm saying? So that would have to be my favorite song as far as uh, product placement in, in music. I I I mean I remember if I went and got me a white pair. I had a white pair, high top. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I'll switch out the laces sometimes if I want to look fly, but it really had a huge influence in, in me being in grade school and the clothes that we were wearing, especially yeah. coming from the south. Yeah. I mean let, let me ask you this. I mean, so that's that's explicit, right? Right. Those songs they they explicitly said, Give me two pair of Air Force Ones, my Adidas, that was a song title. What about some I see it a lot, for example, um, um, in Kendrick Lamar's, I think it's his eyes, his eye music video. There's a part where he's walking through the streets, right, and he, it's his, his music video is showing some sort of movement of people. And there's people riding on a bike, and they have the beat pills, like, right on the front bar handles of the bike. And I actually was like, wow, you know, it shows how portable. Not only, you know, it shows the device itself or the product itself, but it shows how portable it is to carry your music with you. Yeah. So um, that was one. That was one. For me personally, I mean, the Air Force One video, I mean, everyone in that, it was like a must you had on the shoes, you know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? And then also if I'm looking at all the other trends that were around in St. Louis, uh, it was actually a lot of jerseys. It was a lot of, yeah. you know what I'm saying? No time. You think about it. Yeah, boo-boo jerseys. You got, you got the uh, baseball jersey. Yeah. Uh, from where, like, not too far from where I stay, the U City Jersey, so yeah. all of that. Um, you can even look at Nelly himself as his personal brand image. At that time, he had on the headband, probably yeah. two of them, or he had the little band aid on his face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like when you got those Air Force Ones, 
you, it wasn't just that. You were representing the culture itself yeah. and Nelly, you know, so yeah. some people have the benefit if they can afford the I do have an article I want to share with you all. It's uh, written by Tom Barnes, and it basically says that according to research that was conducted in the University of Colorado, Denver, it analyzed the top 30 songs on our Billboard charts from 1960 to 2013. And it basically says that half of these songs, half of these top 30 songs, mention some sort of brand in their lyrics. So now we're moving into a world where, you know, and it's it's been increasing even more from 2000 to to, to 2010. So uh, with these, with, you know, more of the words, the songs longer and more of the words are including these brands. Now as millennials, as we're here together talking, like, how do you feel about our music? Are, is our music missing the point? Are we are we moving more into commercialized music um, because of all these brand mentions and not only in the lyrics but in the music videos? And music videos is a big part of our world. I mean, we grew up with TRL. Yeah. You know, we grew up with the box where you could call in and play your video that you yeah. want to see. Um, is our music uh, losing its authenticity? Mm. Uh- that's a really good question, and I think that's subjective. It depends on who's answering that question. But I think it's two sides of it, you know? Like, we grow up with brands. Like, we're a millennial generation. We've been advertised to more than anybody in our family, any parents, grandparents, anyone we can think of in terms of the generation if you're comparing contrasting those. So when we are creating, being a part of that generation, when we're creating these songs, we're a part of the commercialism and putting that in our content. So I don't know if it's necessarily us trying to latch on the brand or it's just really us mirroring what our culture already is and that we identify the brand and we communicate that that way. I see where you're coming from. I mean, it just it's just starting to become become more blatant, you know. Yeah. It's starting to really be out you know, just really noticeable. In the same article again, um, which is on Mike dot com it talks about 2007 when Chris Brown came out with Forever. Okay, yeah. yeah, I've been mentioning this. How this was in the in the course. He says, "Double your pleasure and double your fun and dance." A year later, now you see him on a Wiggly's commercial with the same song that was on the radio. Now he's in this Wiggly this Wiggly commercial yeah. with all this information, all this you know, same same movement, same you know. It's Chris Brown. We understand that, but now it's not him portraying his music, now he's portraying double fresh, you know, gum, yeah. chewing gum. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, and that song was a very powerful song, and, and you know what, I, 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 you know what it makes me think about what became even more memorable, memorable after that song was The Wedding. If you all remember <laughs> The Wedding, that where they came down the aisle playing the double your pleasure. Really? Oh, the music video. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I, you know, I, it's two sides of it. I don't know if it's that music is becoming disingenuous, mm-hmm. or is it maybe it's the platforms. Maybe um, the way we get music is forcing artists to have to be disingenuous because they need to make money. Yeah, yeah. 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 But we'll, yeah. I think it's now it's harder for artists to make music off of their albums that they make, so they kind of have to turn to making making music for promotions and making music, basically just trying to make it ends meet. Like, yeah. it used to be considered selling out at one point in time for an artist to partner with the brand, but that was before we got into the digital age where everyone is getting all this music for free and 
artists are just kind of, they're getting out of it, yeah, which basically leads into our next discussion about musicians and endorsements. Um, over the years, I would say, especially coming up as millennials, we have seen a lot of musicians partner with brands such as like um, Andre 3000, who did the Gillette commercials, and um, like Kendrick Lamar with his with the release of his new album. He just did a whole like it was like a long story. It was about a one minute commercial with Reebok, and um, I took a music licensing class, and we had a discussion about it, and we basically wanted to talk about like did we feel that an artist kind of Peter uh, Potter with his with his or her integrity yeah. by partnering with a brand. Like, is this is this a move for the brand? Is this a move for the artist to get more publicity? Like, how do y'all feel about that? Hmm. I say more so. I mean, it helps both, I believe, but I say it's more so. It benefits the brand because now that they have some type of idol to actually put an image next to the brand. That's what actually elevates them. So I would say it's the brand more so that really right. gets the benefit. And then the uh, artist, he gets the fun. Sure. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, they both probably end up winning. But I think the artist gets more than a check. The artist gets exposure. Mm-hmm. And exactly. because mm-hmm. especially when you, you, you tag yourself to something that's iconic throughout the world. With technology advancing, we're seeing that the world is really, really small. So you want to get your face out there. You know, you want to get your face out there. Um, I always see, if you listen to um, Kevin Hart, who's a comedian, but he always talks about how he wants to be known globally. So when you see Beyonce next to Pepsi, you know that she's more than just an American star because Pepsi's everywhere. She's in this Pepsi commercial. Now she's considered a global icon. So in in, in both sides, I can see how for the artist and for the, the product itself, it could be a win-win but then what about the consumer? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I guess the main goal, the, the main like reason behind doing like a partnership or something like that would be to use this iconic figure in popular culture to have, to influence consumers to say, oh, Jay-Z uses yeah. whatever product. I want to be cool like Jay-Z or, you know, like Jay-Z talking about Tom Ford and his songs, like, well, we don't know what kind of deal that was, or, but I know I didn't know what Tom Ford was before right. the song came out. So it's just kind of like... Well, well, I think that uh, the beauty of, uh, I guess, the advancement of advertising in brands is they're now starting to understand that there has to be transparency and mm-hmm. authenticity. Mm-hmm. And they're now reaching out to people who can only perpetuate their brand identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You know, some of the things we see now is we see artists who who come on and are already, you know, ambassadors for this brand, who already use this brand, who are already as purchasers and champions for this brand. And they're not just bringing them on as endorsers anymore to do this advertising campaign. They're bringing them on as creative directors. Yeah. We want to pull in your talent. We've seen Justin yeah. Timberlake. We've seen Rihanna, Beyonce. We've seen Alicia Keys do it with several other different brands. And I think that's what really resonates with a lot of other consumers. They now yeah. see that this is real. And like I mentioned earlier, we've all been talking about it. We've been advertised for, so, for all of our lives. So we need to see something that's real. Yeah. So when we see that, I think we kind of we accept it a little bit more than what it 
y'all love the Michael Jackson Pepsi app, but it's a little different when you see that they're now onboarding them, paying them to be creative directors, and this is their part of the vision perpetuating that brand identity. Right. Great. And I think it's also cool how um, Apple, with the release of their like iPods and just their different like physical products, yeah. they use music from like up and coming artists. Like you rarely ever see. Apple use music in a commercial from like an established artist. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good, I think that's a really innovative way to help those up and coming artists come up and get exposure because everyone wants to know what the new Apple product is. But yeah. then you're also hearing this song that you never heard in the background as well. So it's just kind of like a, a two sided, it's a win win, I think. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, yeah. So we're about to move on to our next segment, which is going to go closer to that. Um, so real quick, the episode of The Drum is brought to you by 15 Hertz and the Marcus Ground Project and is sponsored by PepsiCo, Beats Electronics, and Usher's New Look Foundation. And we also want to send a special thank you to Frenchie uh, with Neo Soul Cafe, who is allowing us to use her studio. And we also have tickets as well to the Floor Tree concert that will be live Thursday, July 2nd, 2015, 9 p.m. So, we're at Medusa Dallas Presents Floretry at 1930 Pacific Avenue, and you may call at 214-884-2345. I said 214-884-2345. 45. 45. For a ticket? Like, we can win tickets? Yeah, well, I'm not sure about, I'm not going to say y'all can win tickets, but you can purchase them here at uh, Southside Lamar out of her office for a for a cheaper price, around twenty dollars. So, yes. Okay, all right. We'll have updates on that. So if you well. want to go, come here because you're getting you saving ten dollars. There it yeah. is. And that's uh fourteen oh nine South Lamar, room one oh three. Is it what you know? Suite one oh three. Yes. Go to Floor Tree and let's see what type of advertising they put out there. <laughs> <laughs> saving ten dollars, remember that. Ten dollars. Two five uh that's two five dollar foot loss right there. So. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh we're gonna be moving to Alex with the news corner. Yeah, so we touched on it a little bit, but we just wanna talk about number one, we wanna give a shout out to one of our sponsors. Shout them out, shout them out. So before we talk about that PepsiCo has sponsored us uh, for this summer and on, on our journey, and also is one of our clients, 15 Hertz. So we're very excited about that, and we just want to give a special shout-out to PepsiCo. Yes, yes, yes. And then secondly, we'll move on to talk about the news of the week, which is dealing with the article in the ad week discussing why artists actually want to work with PepsiCo. Hmm. And we touched on it a little bit, but I think one thing we did not touch on is Artists want to work with PepsiCo and brands like Pepsi because it gives them another platform to be known. And I think sometimes in this day and age, artists and their audience can be very intimate. We've got a lot of niche markets, and in order to reach the mass market, it's a little bit more difficult than it was in past years. So being able to latch onto a brand like Pepsi is very beneficial for artists, which is why they're more willing to do it than before. It's not so much uh, a fake thing as it was before, as users or consumers may have perceived. So I think that's the beauty of it. Um, most recently, we've seen Beyonce, uh, which actually is kind of interesting because in the most recent news, okay. she uh, announced that she's going vegan. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. I yeah. didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. 
So <laughs> it, it, it'll be interesting. They, they're obviously no longer in contract with her, but that's very interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, what is what is your take? I mean, we've also seen the the uh, Gatorade and Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is very very awesome. And, to me, I mean, it almost made me cry as a former athlete <laughs> yeah. to see those commercials again, and I, it aligns perfectly with with the Gatorade brand and overarching brand, the PepsiCo brand. What are some of the things that you think about when you see uh, one of your favorite artists, or specifically with Pepsi, an artist you've seen with Pepsi that has influenced you and your behavior? Mm. Um, I, I, I read that article too, and I, it really said that they give Pepsi tries their best to have. Uh, their celebrities, people that they work with, be themselves and and actually do creative things. So sometimes, mm-hmm. even though you you see somebody, they're a singer, they're they're an artist of some sort, they get stuck in a certain routine. And you know, so the article expressed that what you know, Pepsi really tries to help them do whatever they want to do. If you want to be on the creative director side, you'll be on that side. You'll be behind the camera. You can be behind that camera, and that's what makes commercials to me one of the most interesting things in the world because you see creativity at, at its first. Its only objective is to get the point across. It's not really trying to sell anything because you can't really have those transactions. But it just wants to get this point across. So um, I thought that was really, really interesting how, you know, it's that fun, funky feel that Pepsi brings that, you know, it's a nice summer day fun or, oh, I'm in the studio going over old routines. Right. That's how the Beyonce yeah. commercial was. Yeah. And I was in love. Like, I knew the whole routine to the commercial, but it showed she wanted to document these stages in her life, yeah. you know, that's what she wanted to do. She wanted, and, and she had the power to do so. I would have to say, one, let me let y'all know that I was really excited to work with Pepsi, and that's simply because I did some research, and uh, Kyrie Irving, okay, uh, Uncle yeah. Drew, all right, so yeah. when I seen that whole thing where they involved Pepsi Max, it was disruptive, it was out of nowhere, yeah. it was engaging, yeah. you know, and the fact that it's not scripted like, hey, come buy this can or yeah. whatever, it was more so like, look, Hey, I'm out here. I'm Uncle Drew, and this is my old friend right here. We're gonna play <laughs> basketball on this court. It's cool, y'all. So like that went, and then it was another one. I forgot the race car driver's name, uh, but it was another one just like that where he got inside a taxi car, and uh, he actually played as a runaway uh, uh, inmate or something. Yeah, a runaway <laughs> inmate, and uh, he actually put someone who was tweeting about Pepsi saying like. Yo, know, it was fake. The ad was fake. It wasn't real. And so that guy got into the back of the taxi cab. He had drove him around, went him on a high-speed chase, everything. Yeah. He was scared out of his mind. And it was so engaging. And then they pulled into this Pepsi parking garage. So, like, when it comes down to it, those celebrities that are willing to be creative and step outside of the box, yeah. that's what I love the most about the whole Pepsi uh, campaign. So, yeah. 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 I know. Turn up here. At 15 <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here at the drum. We are 15 hertz, and we yeah. do turn up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, what else is going on in the news, Alex? Yeah. So, outside of that, there's been some major news this week coming from Apple. Major. So, we're all aware of the other platform, the streaming platforms that we use. Uh, we've got Spotify, Pandora, uh, Beats Music, which was existing a year or maybe a year and a half ago and now it has been canceled until Monday in which Apple has announced Apple Music. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, I suggest you definitely Google it um, and stop living under a rock. <laughs> uh, but 
nonetheless, this is going to change the game. I'm actually an avid uh, Spotify user right now, and I'm considering maybe switching or, you know, maybe just taking it out. You know, taking <laughs> like an extra 10 bucks out of my check um, to, to use the service. I, the one part I do love is the Beats One radio aspect of it, where it's a universal, universal radio station that plays music that they consider uh, just good. Not by an algorithm, not by fan voting. It's yeah. just user, not even user generated. I, I can say it's just music that is considered quality music, and I, and I love that aspect of it. So I'm definitely interested um, what into what it will be on its release, which is uh, June 30th, excuse me, this okay. year. So I'll be counting down for that. Yeah, I'm a music head. I'm a music fiend. So. You know, we should throw like a, a June 30th Beats One party. Actually, we should. Like, right. you're right. Yeah, that would be the yeah. best Beats Entertainment, um, Beats Electronics is one of our clients. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, but let's, let's, let me dive into that story. So, as as just the, the as a generation whole, lately we have a lot at our fingertips. And with them, with Apple Music coming out, it made me think of all the devices that we use. You, you know, we could go way back to like Napster, yeah. LimeWire. Yeah. Um, we could go to GrooveShark, which uh, ended. Uh, we can go and talk about even Spotify. Uh, as, for those who have Samsung phones, those who have Samsung loyal, Samsung came out with an app. It's called Milk, and it works like a, a, a dial. So you can you can pick your songs. You can select it like Pandora. Um, and it's like a circle. You just circle around this, and you tailor the type of music you want to listen in your playlist. Um, so we've 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 grown up with all these music streaming devices, um, and it's just some um, in certain places we don't even use CDs anymore. Who goes? We don't have record shops. Cars don't even have new cars. Don't even have CD players. They don't. They don't have an octopus, but they have Bluetooth. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's what it's going to too. It's like we're gonna get rid of the octopus next. Yeah. It's like the Bluetooth. What else? Yeah. That? I mean, yeah. they they have now some of them have the apps included in their their phone. Yeah. So I mean, it's it, it's getting crazy, but and. We're responding to technology, I guess. Our behaviors are continuously responding to technology. And that's what it is. We're re- responding to technology, but I don't know how well are we responding to advertising. Isn't it funny? Yeah. Um, uh, according to this article, um, uh, and many others are saying that the Apple Music app might be successful because they have enough funds yeah. to advertise for their apps. How did, we, how did you learn about Spotify? If it wasn't for my friend, then I would never use it. Yeah. You know, how did we learn about Pandora? SoundCloud. There was a few. I remember a few. SoundCloud. Well, was, I think the, the beauty of SoundCloud is typically you can share a link. Yeah. So that's how I first figure out what SoundCloud was. If someone sent me a text. Yeah. And it, yeah, it became <laughs> one of the main platforms for up-and-coming artists. So and free.
which is music that they have like the license or the right to. So it was just kind of like at first it was like, why am I paying for this yeah. artist? But then they like started getting their stuff wrote, like all the music, like the licensing and stuff wrote in. So it became more lucrative. But like how Taylor Swift doesn't have her music on there, there was a wow. title. Yeah. Like everything yeah. is just changing. Oh, everything wow. is yeah. in process, like is in a process now. And I'm excited to see like what comes up. Especially with Beat Music, yeah. or, uh, sorry, Apple Music um, releasing their platform. That's yeah. going to be interesting. Yes, yeah, so um, in one of the articles I read, um, it, it said basically that uh, they're saying that there's going to be hope because uh, individuals feel that with Apple and the money that they have behind their, themselves, um, I think it was the CEO of Sony, Doug Morris, he said in one of the interviews yesterday when they were like, you know, buzzing about everything, he said that Apple has enough money to advertise. So isn't that funny how music is being, there's advertising in our music and then and we're advertising music outlets yeah. uh, like, too. So then it's all just a full, a full circle because uh, artists like Taylor Swift, she's pulling her music out because they don't believe that they're, streaming as much they could. Um, there was an Asia. There was a conference in Asia where uh, a CEO from Samsung Milk, like I was saying, he feels that he said that people are kind of spoiled because with these streaming services, it makes it seem that music is free. Mm-hmm. How do you all feel about that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that, that's the. I mean, that's just the. That's just the culture. I mean, like I said, CDs or technology. Um, Oxford soon will be. So like, this is like the new way to receive your your, um, your music and if it's all done correctly you have all the copyrights and the license and it's like a independent artist or if you're like a, on a major label each stream you're getting some type of money versus like you know one person buys your cd and put it on youtube and you're not receiving anything so that that goes specifically for the major artists but i mean that's the culture we're a Tell me that we were spoiled. You know? I mean, I wouldn't feel that we're adapting. I mean, and everyone else has to adapt. You know, that's, so, what, we know. that's yeah. what we know. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a paradigm shift. I mean, uh, if you think about it, we're, we're in a generation now of access over ownership. Yeah. You know, we use. How did we get here? We got back to Southside Lamar from an Uber. From Uber. <laughs> the reason why I'm here is because Uber and the. I was just thinking about all the the services that have changed my. Yeah. And the fact that I feel comfortable moving to a new city without a car is because of services like Uber and Google. And it's about access, not necessarily owning the music. I'm not going to buy 20 albums tomorrow. But if the fact that I know I can log on to an app and have access to a million of them, yeah. then I'm comfortable with that. So yeah. I think that I, I, I love the beauty. The beauty of it is I think that businesses and brands and companies are now responding to what the consumer one. Oh, and I think that's the beauty of it all is they're responding to it rather than force feeding or something that's bull crap. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And and that that was a great that was a great discussion. I do agree. It shows <laughs> how we're all full circle it's coming around. Yeah. But with technology, you know, people have to assess humankind differently because we have all these different gadgets at our fingertips. Yeah. So now Thinking about transportation is not on what bus can we catch. It's what list can we call? <laughs> you know, and so. Real quick, I mean, just after you said that, I just remember, what was that? Yesterday we were in a car and 
they were like, hey, if you have the app, the Spotify app or whatever app there was, the music app, yeah. then like it can sync straight to the Uber driver's phone and he can actually play it as soon as we get in the car. So yeah. we, we can already have our playlist set up with our Uber before the Uber, <laughs> Uber arrives. That that's crazy to me. Yeah. So. This is a car with style. <laughs> right. We're not right. We're not spoiled. We just blessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, this great conversation again was brought to you all by 15 Hertz and the Marcus Grand Project. Round of applause for Marcus Grand Project. Okay. We um. We just came from an agency visit with uh, the Richard Group. So anybody from the Richard Group listening, we want to say thank you for opening up your doors to Definitely. us. Uh, we enjoyed seeing what our future might look like. Yeah, <laughs> and again, um, it is sponsored by our uh, uh, it's sponsored by PepsiCo, Beast Electronics, and Usher New Look Foundation. So uh, the next person I want to pass the mic to is our, our wonderful um, hybrid uh, brand manager and public relations specialist, Uh-oh. Zach. Go ahead, Zach. Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut. Okay. All right. Well, um, this weekend is going to be chock full of more exciting things revolving um, music and entrepreneurship, particularly um, with Revolve Television. Um, As you guys have, uh, if you are familiar, uh, like Allison, if you've been living under a rock, uh, the Local Love Tour kicks off this Saturday in Dallas, um, which is really, really dope. Five cities. Um, your best independent artists will be performing. Like I said, it kicks off at Dallas. Uh, but before then, um, our weekly lemonade stand, uh, hosted by the Marcus Graham Project at 15 Hertz, um, will be having, uh, will be on site this Friday um, during the Revolt University How to Brand Your Startup um, seminar uh, that's going to be at the Dallas Entrepreneurship Center. That's at uh, 311 North Market Street. Again, Dallas Entrepreneurship Center, 311 Market Street. Bad news, it is already sold out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I just got information that the, if you do not have a ticket to uh, this event, you will not be able to enjoy the Market Grand Project and your delicious lemonade, unfortunately. However, we will do it every week, every Friday, 14, uh, 1409 South Lamar, Suite 108, um, unless Otherwise, we'll make sure we notify you on social. Uh, but unfortunately, um, you will not be able to enjoy some of our great lemonade. Uh, but for those who did get a ticket, who are all on their A game, like I said, this is going to be a great seminar with some very high-powered um, marketing and business execs from Revolt TV, such as Kenny Barnes himself. If you guys are unfamiliar, this man is responsible for Mariah Carey's Monarch Music and uh, actually works with Rockefeller. Currently is the Senior Vice President of Brand Development for Revolt TV. So really, really doing some big things. Um, also, we will have um, Lawrence Jackson. I'm pretty sure the ladies will be excited for that. Very handsome uh, on-air <laughs> television personality um, from Revolt TV as well. Um, these are all people who have been within the industry, um, and really they just want to help these young entrepreneurs of Dallas thrive in their business. So this is going to be a great opportunity for, one, uh, for those who are interested in business, learn about it more, get some advice, uh, get your LinkedIn game up, make sure that you got your business cards prepared because these are some pretty – Heavy hitters in the industry, and then you can join some lemonade from the Market Career Project and 15 Hertz. So, uh, if you guys need any more information at that, definitely log on to revoltuniversity.com. Again, this event is sold out, but if you guys want to follow up with these people, their Instagram and their Twitter information is on this page. And then, of course, follow us at We Are 15HZ, Facebook, Twitter.
Twitter, Instagram, it's going down. All right. There it is. That was my <laughs> man, Zach. And before we get out of here, we must say congratulations to the founder and uh, the co-founder and CEO of the Marcus Graham Project, and that is Mr. Lincoln Stevens on his feature on Black Enterprise as a driven social entrepreneur. So be sure to check that out. Go to Black Enterprise Modern Man, and you'll be able to find Mr. Lincoln Stevens there. So congratulations to you, and we appreciate you and all of your success in doing this for young individuals like ourselves. Yeah. Uh, that. Congrats. Um, but what I want to really thank Lincoln for is giving us space to be creative. Uh, this year, we're working on a lot. In addition to our clients, we're working on a lot of other projects to build ourselves as, a, as an advertising agency. So um, we got a few. We're going to talk about or we're going to give you guys uh, something coming soon to a screen near you uh, uh, is our web series. Isn't that right? Believe it or yeah, not, it. yeah. We're very attractive. <laughs> We're blessed. <laughs> so yeah, we have a web series coming soon to the screen near you, and it's going to be about our trials, tribulations, and triumphs as a up and coming pop up advertising agency. That's it. Yeah, I mean that's just the uh, the beginning. And for those who are in the industry, they. They already know that this might stop. This might look really, really interesting. Um, there's going to be some funny moments. <laughs> the first show, there will be some funny moments. There's going to be some real critical moments, um, moments where you can see people get these great ideas and, the, you know, when the light bulbs shine and the, their face, you know, lights up and you see a smile or us writing and, you know, creating and being creative individuals. Um, and through programs like Marcus Grant Project, we have a space to do something like that. That's so a beautiful thing, guys. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, the opportunity to be creative uh, is something that I'm always longing for, and I can't believe I have the space to do it. Yeah. With these individuals who are stellar and outstanding, we argue sometimes. Sometimes, I'll be honest, I don't like you. But <laughs> we don't like you. I love you. I couldn't be happy. Happy to have these 14 people. It's only five in here with me right now, but the other uh, uh, ten. I got ten. you, bro. No, I <laughs> That's my boy, Alex. Yeah. That's my eldest boy. You know. Let's stop that right now. Let's stop that right now. No, but yeah. Definitely want to say thank you to the Marcus Graham Project and everything that you all offer to us, and we will definitely, definitely do our best and will not let you down. Uh, that's why we're here. All yes, right. No, I'm just agreeing with you, and uh, I look forward to uh, doing this show with you again, but uh, the host can take it away. I'm not going to steal your shot. Oh, um, no, no, no. It's not yeah, that. Shine. It's not that. But I, I hope you guys do tune into our web series. You'll see Alex. You'll see CJ. You'll be able to see everybody. In action, in motion. So, coming. Where can they see our website? It's gonna be on uh, Vimeo. It's gonna be on Vimeo. 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 We Vimeo? Will, we'll also have a link on our website. Mm-hmm. Yep, we will have a link on our website. Which you, is our website is www.15hz.co.
No, Be sure to tune in next week, same time, o'clock, and we will have something dope. Yeah, we always do. We always have interesting so, articles, things that we can read about. So there's, um, and just, you know, stay tuned, stay connected. And most importantly, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Dialogue. Yeah, let's talk. So, hey, we this, are fixed. We are prepared. And we will be here. Every what's today? Tuesday. Yep. It's been a long two day, two weeks now so far. So yeah, be here every Tuesday at three o'clock. All right. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in again. Uh, let's, let's you know everybody feel free to say goodbye again. My name is Jerezmi. My name is C J Paisley. I'm Zachary McGowan. I'm Ashley A. I'm Alex Tyree. And we are we are fifteen. Earth. Earth. Ah. <laughs> 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 Until next time. Peace.